and welcome back to Outtakes. This week, I'm joined by Erin Brady. She's our regional marketing director in the Midwest. And Jared Glick, he's our senior art director for Outfront Studios. Hey, how's it going? Hi, everyone. Thank you both for joining. So today, we're going to talk about the education category. As you may have heard in our last episode, we focused on healthcare, and I mentioned that we, as a company, are doing vertical brand builder events, which are longer form discussions on specific categories and opportunities for brands to engage with out of home. This applies to both brands that are really strong categories within the out of home industry that have seen a lot of success over the years, and also categories and types of businesses that may be new to the media, but are really starting to pick up their interest and reaching consumers in a different way. So education in particular has consistently been a top category for the out-of-home industry. And with all the changes that the category experienced in the past year, thinking about remote learning, people wanting to learn new skills due to changes in unemployment, and just being at home a little bit more, traditional learning made some big shifts and people sought out new opportunities, creating new competition for education-related advertisers. So my first question really goes out to Aaron. And if you could talk about some of the new opportunities that exist in the education world, specifically as it relates to out of home. Yeah, absolutely. First, I would probably start with community confidence. Everybody has uh, various levels of their confidence that they have in their school system right now. And stats have shown that those numbers have gone down. So parents are nervous and they've definitely needed to make changes, changes in their lifestyle and changes in their children's education. And for higher education adults, same situation. We went from an in-school situation now to learning remotely. So I think there's a strong opportunity for any sort of education provider to get messaging out there around that, whether it's a happy return to we're coming back into our classrooms or whether it's safety messages highlighting new COVID protocols, those types of things. I think this is the type of information that people are starving for to give the general public just that confidence within their school systems. Number two, I would say, is that e-learning, like you had mentioned, Lindsay. So e-learning, it's definitely has grown and grown and grown over the course of COVID. And now there's so many more people who have a, a very much a higher level of comfort with learning online. So while higher education colleges, they've offered a certain percentage of online learning opportunities, really small percentages of the opportunities for many, many years. Now that we're so familiar with learning this way, the opportunity has really grown and the likeliness for people to sign on for an online class has grown immensely. I have two more. So educational resources. So I think this one is a strong one as well. So things like tutoring, group pods, other forms of academic aid, especially in those younger, those more formative years for students. I definitely feel like many parents have been shaken and they want the confidence that their children are either meeting or exceeding their grade level expectations. So I think that's a really, really strong opportunity for educational brands. And then career changers, like you had also mentioned, we've seen record-breaking unemployment across the entire country and many people are taking this opportunity and this time to go back and think about a new fresh start a new career path so the competitive landscape for higher education and vocational schools has really grown immensely so i think those are four of the strongest topics that uh, they can lean into out of home to do a great job Erin, i think you bring up such interesting points about the different things people are looking for around education and what out-of-home can do. So it's about building community confidence. It's 
the notion of e-learning and that there's just so much more opportunity out there. And what out of home we so often talk about is despite the fact that so many of these opportunities exist in the digital space, there is digital fatigue. That's where I think out of home really comes in and is very strong for people because they are able to absorb information about a new opportunity, whether it's new learning, a new type of learning that kids can get involved in for parents, really any any opportunities in that space. And out of home will still trigger the behavior to search for it online, but they won't be seeing it mixed in with the myriad of ads and content that they're already working toward and digesting on a daily basis. So I started to mention that out of home is a really strong category in the industry. And like you said as well, uh, there's a lot of brands and businesses that have turned to Outfront at times like this to get their messaging out there. And I was hoping you could talk a little bit about some of the clients we've had in the space, the big range of them, and if you have any examples. The first client I'd love to talk about for a minute is Georgetown University. So they are a continuous client with us in our Washington, D.C. market, and they continually see results with their out-of-home campaigns. One specific campaign that we ran for them in the recent was speaking to graduate students. So they were leaning on us to find a very specific target audience. So they wanted younger adults who had already finished their four years of college and they were thinking about higher education and they wanted to reach them with their messaging. So we, we looked at that audience, we put together programs for them with the best possible solutions that's going to provide the most impact against this target audience. And they just absolutely saw phenomenal results not only in regards to what the out-of-home delivered, but the results that they got. They had a 36% lift on their website visitation, and then they had a 27% increase in the number of admitted students into the program that they were advertising for. So really, really strong stats there. And again, kind of speaks to those career changers, that type of thing, somebody going on to continue their education. So a lot of what we talk about and a common theme with our business is there's a lot of naturally why the opportunity exists, the type of opportunities that exist for specific categories, which Aaron really highlighted. But so much of the reason for how these campaigns work and why they're successful lies in the creative and the different things that we offer as a company that allow businesses to not only be successful, but in conversations like this, help clients who might be listening shape their thoughts around why the education category is hot and the things that they could be doing for their business to have an impact with out of home. So Jared, I would love to turn it to you to talk a little bit about some of the work that you've done with clients in the education space to capture people's attention. I mentioned the notion of digital fatigue and just ad fatigue a little bit ago. And it really, as always, speaks to the importance of creative excellence and the quality of the experience people are having with a brand to get them engaged to even start searching for it. The first thing I want to say is I I was really honored to work on this brand builder because I'm not only a a creative and a copywriter, I'm also an adjunct professor and have been teaching uh, design for the last 17 years of Saturdays. So I I really understand not only how hard it is to keep people, to keep students engaged during this sort of normal times, but also how hard it is right now to keep students engaged during COVID when like my class is a very critique based me walking around class to having to teach this all online. So I get it. And I, and I love talking about this. And one of the best examples I could think of right now for uh, education would be the Rollins College Hamilton Holt School. 
small bit of background about them. Rollins is, is a very elite school here in Winter Park, uh, which is essentially Orlando. It's a business school. It's a very hard school to get into. They call it the Harvard of the South. But they have their Hamilton Holt School, which is almost more of a second chance school. It's a guaranteed admissions school if you have a 2.8 GPA. And it's really centered around people that had to leave school after their associates or even after high school and weren't able to make it back because life just happened. They were at our at our brand builder, I guess it was two years ago, and they heard what we had to say and they really liked it. And so they, they invited us back to Rollins to present to their team. And it was really just the start of this amazing relationship. We really listened to their story, what they were trying to achieve. We found out that they were really just looking for a branding campaign. So we put together a team of about five creatives and copywriters, and we just got to work. And when we presented to them, we don't just present one idea. We we give them the full agency treatment, and we came up with three or four really strong ideas We did one that I just loved, and it was essentially we named it going from name tag to nameplate. So the visuals were all sort of like, may I help you? My name is Lee, you know, sort of like working the food service industry to being at your desk with a nameplate and having a career. And one of them was said from Lee to leader, and one of them said from Ross to boss. And so I thought that was a clever campaign. We did... Another one that was just very copy heavy, and it was a play on the word graduate. So it was talking about not so much graduating college, but graduating from a job to a career or graduating from hourly to salary. And with all of our campaigns, we also always make sure to integrate static, mobile, especially mobile with some animation and uh, digital as well, or anything we have in our markets. But what they ended up settling on was one that was a little bit more personal for them. And it was, we actually did a photo shoot with actual Hamilton Holt students. Some were graduates. And the copy just really spoke to what would be going on in their life. Like one of them said, hectic lifestyle. That was sort of the question. And saying, we have flexible schedules. If you have kids or you have a job and you have to go to school at night, we're going to work around your schedule. Or one of them said, uh, just a number, what's the question? And sort of, we're not going to put you in a classroom with 400 students. We have very personalized attention uh, in small classes. And then we also gave them some options if they decided they wanted to branch out into other cities for other markets. Like, let's say they were in Tampa. We had a real uh, fun campaign with QR codes that literally you could just walk up to the billboard, pull out your phone, pull out your camera, and this would take you directly to the Get Information page. Also wanted to let Rollins know that we didn't want to just give them a billboard and say good luck. We wanted to help them scale this campaign. We partnered with them. They actually bought the creative, and they're able to use this uh, campaign now on their websites, on their mobile apps, and any of their advertising that they want to use. Even if they wanted to take this into one of our competitors, at least we're helping them keep their message consistent throughout all of their markets. Jared, what I love about that example is that the client had a specific goal in mind, or your team was able to really look beyond just one conversation, one buy, and come up with a campaign that solved a lot of their business objectives and was varied enough that it would remain interesting. It could live far longer than just the length of that buy and really amplified the experience people had with Rollins College far beyond the billboard. 
And I know you had a few other examples that would be good to share about how we've been able to weave in humor in a really across a really public medium that reaches a lot of people and sparks a conversation in a fun way, even if it's topic that can be more serious. Yeah, absolutely. We we have one that comes to mind that was a curriculum software company. And, you know, that, that, of course, who would think that curriculum software could ever be funny? And so this, this company, Course Dog, uses machine learning to do the logistics for you, and it actually looks really good doing it. So the creative director that was working on this decided that he had met with them and he knew they had a sense of humor. So he decided that we were going to make this campaign funny. And you might think that it's impossible to make curriculum software funny, but we took that as a challenge. Probably one of my favorite brainstorms ever working for Upfront. So the original billboard that was designed just says 1998 called and they want your curriculum software back, which was pretty clever to begin with. And so we just sat around uh, on a call and we brainstormed like jokes of that era. So Yo Mama jokes kept coming up. So we turned this into uh, Yo Curriculum jokes. So we had one that was like, Yo Curriculum software is so old it had a crush on Zach Morris. Or Yo Curriculum software is so old the manual is on papyrus. This was my favorite. It said, uh, Yo Curriculum software is so old it was bundled with the Old Testament. And it, And not only did they love it and did we really sort of get to the heart of this company, Every single one of these ran, and there was some big convention that had to do with education, and they bought up space around the convention and ran these boards right outside, and I just love them. One final campaign that I really just want to read the quote because it's something that we hear a lot at studios. We did a campaign for Georgia State alumni who are having a lot of trouble getting students to come to their alumni events, but what they said in the end was, I didn't know what to expect, but this is exactly what we wanted. And this is truly because the studios does our homework and we listen to our clients and, uh, and we love what we do. Jared, thanks for providing those examples. I know even though this is an audio format, hearing conceptually how creative came to life, the conversations that happened, how we think help our clients think about their business in an advertising context, both on out of home and in ways that can be shared across multiple mediums and platforms is helpful for people as they start to think about how out of home might be relevant for them. So as always, thank you so much to Aaron and Jared for joining and sharing all of your great insights on this episode and to everyone listening. Until next time, over and out. <laughs>